0: My savage ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the season finale episode of the Summertime Edition X Rated Experience podcast. Just paying tribute to the late, great king of pop, Michael Joseph Jackson. Give it up for the legend himself. <clears throat> uh. Telling you because I was born in eighty five. I'm arrived right after after uh off the wall and during thriller. So I wasn't uh able to understand the impact. But I was there for the bad album and When I tell you this little boy did everything he could to try to learn how to moonwalk, uh, spin, he, he like, yo, man. like And I don't give a flying ratatouille's ass on what the alleged allegations were because fortunately I am one of those people that knows how to separate the art from the person. Period. Like you know, it's it's it. I feel like society and mankind themselves um, do uh, not only a disservice to themselves, uh, but they also do a disservice to the art of uh, music or uh, movies or whatever that horrible person personally. Did they always try to mix it with their great work in their field of art and which I do not think it's fair. I honestly don't. Creativity had nothing to do with their personal uh, alleged or proven guilty traits, um, um, period. So I honestly feel like as a society, we need to start knowing how to appreciate beautiful music or beautiful paintings or beautiful movies, like anything that touches us in a certain way from the actual, uh, person. Um, and that's honestly just how I feel. Uh, (laughs) like you, you, uh, but anyway, I digress because I haven't introduced myself, which if you are a long time listener, you definitely know who I am. Uh, uh, and if you are a new listener, let me introduce myself I am the Savage God
1: I'm feeling fantastic past, So enthusiastic
0: I am that brash, in-your-face, unapologetic, sexy host here guiding you on this experience today along with my right-hand man, the man I can trust with $200 of mine and come back in two years and he would still have my $200, (laughs) Sam. All right. This we made it through another summertime, man. We made it. We did it, guys. And this I, Samuel, I think this is the second summer. Was is this the second summer of me being sober? Wow. I don't even think I took a shot this summer. Not one shot. I am surprised because if you know me personally, <laughs> especially when I was neck deep in my rock star hippie lifestyle, I could go through a gallon of Jose Crevo, and I'm not even exaggerating a gallon of Jose Crevo and just be hunky dory the next day. But times have changed. People change. I have grown and yeah, not saying, not saying that when the occasion calls for it, like, uh, uh, like, my birthday, New Year's Eve, special, special uh, awesome holidays, or if I'm just having a bad day, I won't take a shot of scotch, which I have to be careful, because some man, some of those scatches that's out, some scotch out there, they just so sweet and smooth, and, oh, oof, just getting goosebumps thinking about it. <laughs> just getting goosebumps thinking about it. Oh, man. But, let me stop fantasizing here and give you guys the topic of today's final episode. And today's final episode is the most cringiest, pettiest, heartbreakingest, awesomest, maturest breakups uh, ever period most explicit all that savage you know and i i know i gave it to you last episode but no i had too many files just left i didn't want them to go and fall into obscurity so i am going to release all of them in this episode oh and also the winner of the 60 dollars gift card in this episode as well so man we are going to find out a lot man give it up give it up give it up And we're going to switch the format up a little bit here. Why would I keep anything traditional that's not the savage way? I, I don't really do tradition. Um, <laughs> so we're going to change it up since it, since it is the final episode. Uh, yeah, we're just going to have fun. We're going to make it like a fucking party. I know you don't hear any uh, music playing in the background right now. Why? Because I want you to focus on my voice. Focus on, I'm not about to hit, I'm not about to hypnotize any goddamn body. So calm down. I'm not about to hypnotize nobody. <laughs> what I am doing is, uh, I, I, just want to, like I said, I want to do it differently. I want it to seem like, you know, it's, just just us. I'm just talking to, uh, you guys, whoever is listening. I, I appreciate the support. And I know in October, you're going to be there for the awesome season premiere of the new season. Maybe the final season, I don't know yet, of the X rated Experience podcast. Cause yeah, gotta go out with a bang, man. So, <laughs> so gotta love it. And, uh, yeah. And, and when I say, uh, the maybe the final season, I'm not leaning towards it, but I do want to get into more of the production side of podcasts and like honestly just be like the Tyler Perry of podcast, produce podcast and have like a whole podcast channel uh other than um what do you call it other than um just you know giving you guys the good good we've been doing this for five years i am a type of i am the type of being that you know i like to transcend i like to progress i like to move on i like to change uh you know if not directly indirectly you know like i said few years ago you can always find me drunk high and with a different girl on my arm every other day uh now you can find me sober working out and worshiping a goddess uh that deserves every single thing this version of me so times change people grow up man you know gotta love it you gotta love it um but before we get into those stories i want to go ahead because i had a conversation with a, a old buddy of mine and i took some um and i like looked back in my old my own uh past relationships and my relationship and you know i i no one likes to argue with their spouse no one likes to Like, I'm not not talking about arguments like, oh, you left the toilet seat up, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not talking about those mundane arguments that every relationship has. No, I'm talking about those heated, you want to put your head through a glass-plated fucking wall arguments. Like, like those heated arguments. Uh, And I want to help all of my savage ladies and gentlemen out on their journey here by just giving you guidance and giving you the guys like, I, I have seven questions here to ask yourself in a difficult conversation. Now, if the conversation is getting difficult and it's getting heated, I want you to do something uh, that I like to practice now that I've always liked to practice. In the last stupid ass, dumb ass relationship I had, that person was just toxic. But if the conversation is getting heated, and take a break, back off. And when you're taking that break, uh, before you come back to this conversation, I want you to ask yourself these seven questions, okay? Uh, First question is, is what I am about to say true, kind, and necessary? Now, if you are... A passionate Haitian warrior from the District of Columbia, like me. See, and the, I always tell people if you hear an argument between a couple that, you know, both parties are from DC, it's going to be passionate, it's going to be loud, and you, you know, from the outside looking in, you may be even a little worried. But pay attention to the words behind the passion. Because, you know what I'm saying, they can be going back and forth, red, hot, heated veins popping out of their foreheads, uh, yelling at each other. But if you listen to the words, they are doing nothing but saying how much they love and care for each other and we're ride right or die for each other. It's just not being delivered in the way that you're used to. But us native Washingtonians understand. Okay, I always say, man, do uh, DC, and New New York, we have some of the hardest, the women match, you know, and so, like, um, the the, the women's energy matches the men's energy, so it's crazy, it's crazy, and that's one, that's another thing, but I'm, I'm gonna get into that later, because I don't get why so long, and it's not, this doesn't even... But, well, I'm gonna say it for my culture, uh, a black man, but honestly, this goes for all cultures and all races. I'm gonna just say this real quick if the black man for so long was one of the most dangerous beings in the United in the world, or the United States of America, or whatever the case may be, why is it that we freak out if we are late getting home to our women? Why is it that? we yell at our kids if the house isn't clean before mommy gets home. I I honestly think, okay, somebody missed something, because if we are supposed to be the most dangerous creatures in the world, but we freak out when our queens, you know, if we, you know, if our queens ask us to do something and we don't come through and we start sweating and shit, I don't give a damn, we could have beat up 19 people, all knockouts. We start sweating when our queens, and it's not just our like, wives or girlfriends either. Our moms and grandmoms, our aunties, like, we get scared. I don't get how we were deemed the most dangerous there. I, I feel like uh, I want to recount. <laughs> I want to recount. But no, just, just ask us. That's that first question. And ask, like I said, is it necessary? Like, don't bring up dumb shit during a difficult conversation because you're going to make whatever worse and you're going to make yourself look like a big asshole. Point blank, period. All right. Second question you want to uh, go ahead and ask yourself is, do they, meaning your partner, do they feel safe in my presence? And second question, there's a part two to that. How can I make them, feel, help them feel safe? Now, I know for a fact that I had, uh, uh, I, I, like, I, said, I didn't have an issue with this until I moved to Arizona. Because in D.C., I could, like I said, we're passionate. I could raise my voice, wave my hands, uh, fucking punch a fucking wall, but if the per- if the person I am dating is also from DC, they will not flinch, fold, or they just look at me like I'm dumb uh, because they know I am not coming towards them in any way, shape, or form. You know, it's you know some women are softer than others. I guess I don't fucking know. <laughs> Some women are just softer than others. Uh, uh because, yeah, point blank. So I uh, have learned to be diverse with that. I have learned to, uh, watch that. I and, and with, uh, my goddess now, and I really fucking watch that because, <laughs> Shorty got muscles on top. Like I have not like Navy vet. <laughs> I don't know what they told her on that damn boat. Hey, I might have did seven years of jujitsu and three years of boxing, but who knows what type of coup de gras shit they taught her on that boat. US military type shit. So. and like I said, she's been inactive for a minute now, and her muscles impress me. <laughs> her muscles impress me. Oh man, like so I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't play those. I make sure that I am coming at her in a humble tone, a non aggressive tone, because Honestly at the end of the day uh when I have came at her in an aggressive tone oh she shut that shit down real fast. Uh and and I always say she fights unfair. And what I mean by that is yo I am a big big like if you're if my partner like if it's an argument and my partner barks I bark back. I make sure I bark louder because that's that alpha male in me. You're not about to you know talk at me or you know or talk to me like i'm a child no like know who i am but when i tell you the first time she ever lost it on me and i couldn't not i didn't i was stuck and i wasn't stuck because she verbally whooped my ass fuck no i was stuck because she looked so fucking sexy doing it like I have never seen no shit like that before in my life I, I i couldn't I couldn't talk i was I was just like uh damn like I don't like all the like emotions and feelings I was I had they they were they were going to my penis and not like my anger so <laughs> that's the, that is the first time that has ever happened like what oh my god the only other time that has ever happened was when the person said dumb shit out of their fucking mouth like oh my god, When I tell, like I said when I tell y'all that last relationship sucked balls, oh my, like we would be having a whole, uh, not even a, uh, a heated argument, we would be just disagreeing about something uh, as fucking uh, folding clothes or some shit like that and this fucking idiotic culture vulture would fucking say oh my god, can't believe I'm going through this this is the anniversary of my sexual assault, first of all first of all I don't believe you should incorporate the word anniversary in the same sentence as sexual assault. When you have an anniversary of something, you're celebrating something happy like 10 year marriage, uh 20 years since your hit album, 20 years since that movie uh you know came out and broke box office records, stuff like that, you know happy things that people will eat cake for and and give speeches about and, you know what I'm saying, give their feelings on how they felt when they made this art. N- not anything like that. And uh, I would never in my life victim blame any fucking body that's been sex ever, that's been sexually assaulted. You understand me? But this person literally letter and this has never happened to me before uh you know every being being, and i say being because men and women have been sexually assaulted um uh, you know every being that has said anything about sexual assault to me i did not take with no fucking grain of salt i believed them wholeheartedly and you know what i'm saying you like it's i didn't question them ever I like there was no oh are they making it I didn't give two shits about none of that because yes I took them at face value but this person man I, I Whew This when I say this person is a horrible fucking person this is a horrible fucking person that will actually utilize mental illness and something as serious as sexual assault, uh, as a weapon. Like, will we- we'll weaponize that and will want. It's one of those things where, okay, uh, you you know, everybody's crowded around one person because uh they feel bad, uh, you know, or they feel for whatever they're going through, so they're just giving their you know condolences, advice, whatever. She was the type of person that if everybody is giving that person the attention, she will just say something that's supposed to be super, like like super more fucked up, just so she can compete. Like that's so that's so fucking horrible. So yeah, I did not. I, I honestly became numb to her plea. Like you're not gonna tell me, like okay, this happened to you um, with, uh, you know, with uh, five. Uh, different, you know, a five, a group of guys and you literally turn around after telling me the story, uh, after telling me the story and say out loud, I wanted it anyway. They just jumped the gun and drugged you type shit. Now, and that was another thing. If you wanted it anyway, I am pretty sure you gave signs that you wanted it. And you, and this is coming from me knowing this person, this person took mental health uh, medication that if you mix it, literally, if you mix it with alcohol, because this person was also alcoholic, if you mix it with alcohol, you will become groggy, you will pass out, you know what I'm saying, you will have certain symptoms that are similar to, uh, you know, what you would equate as like the date rape drug or whatever, because I have been around this person when they have done that over 40 times, maybe even more. So that's the first time I have like, it was like, yo, there's something wrong with this story. Um, so I didn't, I didn't get it. That person, I hope they find the healing that they need. I really do. Um, yo, uh, and cause it just, it's, it, it sickens me to my stomach when anyone, especially recently with my fucking son's on this bitch, but anyway, when anyone tries to fabricate and embellish something that is a hot topic button, such as uh sexual assault or domestic violence, uh, and weaponizes it to yeah like try to use against their benefit I think it shits on the victims that actually are healing from their trauma it shits on the victims that hasn't said anything about their trauma and it shits on the victims that are looking for actual help for their trauma and yo but I had to come to grips with yo let karma do let let karma uh do this because yeah, the old me would have took and like put on the cape and just fuck this person's life up but you know i've grown i have fucking grown it's not my it's not my battle my journey is for positivity and growth not any of that other shit so sorry for the sidebar there but i just had to get that off my chest now let's get back to these questions here uh now uh next question is uh um, oh, sorry, uh, and, and to elaborate more on uh, how to just, like I said, if you want to make your partner feel safe, uh, come at them in a, in a docile tone. Do not raise your voice. Make sure you have the decent amount of space between you guys. Trust me, there are multiple ways to make your partner feel safe, but if you are someone who doesn't really raise your voice anyway, I'm talking about, you know, and not just even if you're a beta bitch, but if you don't have the, if you are just someone who that's not your, that's not your energy, trust me, your partner isn't, does, your, your partner does not feel in danger <laughs> when you are, when you guys are having this difficult conversation, unless your partner is coming to you and telling you that, uh, you know, they gave you something then. Okay. I understand. But uh, other than that, Man, if your partner knows you and knows that you wouldn't even hurt a fly, trust me, they are not sweating or being worried about how you are coming at them. Okay, but just be your lovable, docile self. You'll be okay. All right. Next question is to ask yourself is, am I speaking like someone who cares about this relationship? This is another one that hit home for me because. There was a lot of relationships, and I'm going to be honest right now, that I did not give two shits about. And it was crazy because the relationships I didn't give two shits about, uh, you know, always tried to, like, always believed I gave two shits about it. But, you know, uh, I was, I not only was showing them that I didn't, I was telling them that I didn't. You know, they thought I did, but the ones I actually gave shits about, man, just because I had a nonchalant attitude at that time, mostly because I was just I'm a marijuana connoisseur and I was on more psychedelics back then. Um so it kinda seemed like I wasn't really there. Oh, but I was I cared. I just I, 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 it's not my job. nor like I, now I know it's not my job to make you feel what I feel, but fucking just shame on you for trying to say, I feel a certain way about something. I'm giving my time and effort to no matter, like, we're not the same person. We are not the same fucking person, so the way you may go about it isn't the way I would go about it. And You have to understand that, respect that, and appreciate me being genuine just like I would appreciate you being genuine. Point blank, period. Because if you are out here telling your partner how the fuck they feel about you and you guys' relationship, then, sir. You might uh a
2: fucking
0: dickhead. 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 Oh, you dickhead. <sighs> yeah. Need I say more? Don't do that. Don't do that. Again, you are not that person. Now like I say, I it, from your perspective, you if you if you're, if you're Clearly stating and communicating like, hey, from my perspective, I do not feel like you care or I matter. You at least you let them know that's from your perspective. It is up to your partner to go into reassurance mode and either tell you because sometimes you just don't believe off off buck. So tell you that tell them that you care and then make them see that you care. There's ways, you know, it's your partner. You know them better than I do. All right. All right. All right. Now, another question to ask yourself is uh, do they feel. Oh, I said that one already. Sorry about that. (laughs) Uh, Another question to ask yourself is what is my highest, most genuine intention? Understand the end game, understand what you are trying to make them see or the common ground you are trying to get on with your partner. Because if you do not know where you're going, and I am guilty of this, sometimes in the argument, I would just start a sentence and just find myself along the way. And luckily for me, I work wizardry with my words. <laughs> like I wasn't born with a silver tongue. I was born with a golden tongue. My gift of gab came wrapped in a bow. So luckily I can put it together. But for those times that I can't and my partner is standing there looking so fucking confused. I, I you know, It's embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. So know. Know your intention and make sure that intention is genuine and it's just. Just putting you guys on the right path, okay? Next question is What feels difficult because of me? Because, hey, some of us have a problem taking accountability for the bullshit we bring into the argument. Now, My stubborn ass, it took a long time to understand, like, yo, an argument is between two people. Just because you have all your facts and the reasons why you do this and you do that, blah, 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 doesn't mean that your partner's reasons aren't valid. That does not mean that they do not have their own fucking quarrels with you. Listen to them when they speak. If you don't understand it, or if you don't understand it, take time to process. And if you still need clarification, ask them. It's called communication. It's not hard. Sometimes it could be, but not all the time, but it's not hard. You're grown. You're fucking grown. <sighs> next question. The last question. No, next question is the second to last question. Oh, wait. No, no, no. This is the last question. Pfft, fucking I'm all over the place. Sorry, guys. Is. Am I speaking like someone who is respectful and aligned with my values? Pretty much in layman's terms. If you do not want to be talked to or spoken to in a certain way or if you feel something is disrespectful, uh and it, like if someone came at you that way do not come at your partner that way do not come at your partner that way come at them with the same respect and grace that you would want them to come at you so like i said there are fucking uh you know <laughs> there are fucking exceptions like if you just got caught cheating my mom always said if that woman catches you cheating if she go, if her uh, reaction is to slap the hell out of you, you let her slap the hell out of you. Why? Because you did it. Like, that's emotions right there. Like, you're playing with someone's feelings. You deserve that slap. Now, I do not condone putting your hands on each other. But sometimes for, like, sometimes emotions get that way for, like, if the man is caught cheating by, you know, their woman. Uh, I do not, like, do. Honestly, I know they say if you catch uh your like if you catch your partner cheating, don't blame the person they cheated with, blame your partner. But some men can flip off. So this is my tip for you not to please don't put your hand on the woman, but it is I'm sorry, to me it's acceptable to whoop the shit out of the guy they cheated with. I do. I I I I know. I know. I know. <laughs> like, why beat beat? Like, hey, you can't hit her. You can't hit her. And trust me, men know. Men know that the, that the chick has. Like, men know. Like, I don't give a fuck what your sexuality is, but if it's a man, if it's a man or man, or if it's a man or woman, that person that your partner cheated with. Already fucking knew they were that your partner was taken. They just didn't give two shit. So they deserve their ass whooping anyway. So there you go. That is your punching bag. Hopefully you can catch them. You know, sometimes they be fast. You know, I know one time I had to jump out a whole fucking window because the chick's chick's baby daddy came home a little early. (laughs) So, yep, just in my boxer briefs and a jean vest. That was funny. I loved it. That was one of my favorite parts of that summer. But, uh, yeah, and there you go. Seven questions to to ask yourself during a difficult conversation with your partner. All right? Don't say I never gave you anything at the beginning of the show. And on that note, Sam, yo, rattle off some of those stories.
1: Forgive me, savage, for I have sinned.
2: I have to confess and get it off my chest.
1: Then spit it out shit.
2: All right here it is bitch.
1: My ex was a huge football fan and couldn't afford cable, so when I moved in with him I got cable under my name. He cheated on me, so I moved out and took the cable and internet with me while he was at work. Did I mention that I made sure to do it on the day of a huge game he was looking forward to? Don't mess with me. My horrible ex-boyfriend had to run a few errands before moving the last of his belongings out, so once he left, I pissed in a cup, poured it into his bong water, and then watched him inhale my urine. Sweet, silent revenge.
0: Hold the fuck up. (laughs) Hold up, time out, flag on the play. Okay, what's the f- <laughs> Now, I, I'm sorry, that, that. Now, I have pissed in cups before and then put them back and then watch that person and their family drink from the cups that I've pissed in uh, and chuckled my ass off, but Never in the history of my savagery have I ever thought to piss in someone's bong into their bong water where they inhale, like they sm- like he smoked some marijuana and pissed that yo, that 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 pettiness right there was just brilliant. I'm sorry that I'm sorry, I could I, I would not dare dare give you a decade award ever <laughs> because that took that was that that shows your ingenuity <laughs> that shows your creativity <laughs> and that shows that your pettiness is just not to be fucked with. So hey man Samuel just just give it up. Just give it up. <laughs> pissed in the bone water and see and people wonder why I make sure my bone water is low or non-existent. <sighs> Like, literally, every time I have to use a bong, because I am a, a Dutch type of guy. I like to roll my marijuana up with Dutch. Or backwards. But if I use my bong, trust and believe that's not, that's fresh water, I just dump it out right after I'm done. Now, is the bong dirty as hell? Yes, but it just gives it flavor. <laughs> At least I be having clean water now. <laughs> and And why... For reasons like that. I don't. Like, if I was her partner, like her ex boyfriend, like, and like she told me, even if she told me years later, I don't know if I could be mad or impressed. Even if she told me right then and there after I fucking took my first hit, I do not know if I would be pissed or impressed. Bra- brava. Brava to you. Brava to you. What? The shit. What? <laughs> and see, and that's, that's, this is why, this is why, if, like, like, I got my own place now, like, like, I don't, <laughs> this is why I have, I can count how many women I have lived with over my lifetime on literally one fucking hand. I always want my own place. I always want to get my own shit because of shit like that. You're not, you're not about to just take the Wi-Fi and the cable. I'm glad I stream. I got streaming services for everything. <laughs> now, what the fuck? I guess we're starting all petty on right? oh. Samuel. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, yeah. I'm going to put a positive spin on the first two stories and say, since men are just dumb most times and women are smarter than men, that was girl power. And I'm not talking about this generation's version of girl power. I'm talking about old school Spice Girls. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friend. <laughs> girl power. And the thing about that song, Hold on. So if I want to like be in a relationship with you, I got to like bone your friends first. Like, OK, if that's what it takes, like what? Yes, I get it. You can see it from, hey, you've got to befriend my friends, like like charm them as well. No, I'm going to be a, a man on this one. And I'm going to say that they meant like I got to have sex with each one of the Spice Girls just to be with one. And if I was a grown ass man during the time that they were on top, I gladly would have taken it like with no problem. I mean, I was in high no, I was in junior high when they was on top, so yeah, they all would be going to fucking jail. But if I was a grown ass man, yeah. But if I, I, I'm if I was in high school, I wouldn't say shit. I say I promise. <laughs> but hey, I'm. I, I'm. We all know that sometimes it's a gray area, like you know, hey. I'm in high school, so that, like, in 11th grade or something, like, I'm fucking, like, going through puberty, 16, going on 17, like, you fucking right, I'm not gonna say shit, I would fucking fuck the life out of this Spice Girl. oh, I was going through puberty, and I was, like, 17, I would've gave them all, oh, like, just 18 seconds, tops. <laughs> another story, another day, I'm go ahead, <laughs> that's a confession for me, I guess, <laughs> I'll give you, okay, you know what, let me give them the story now, because I'm gonna forget, okay this last, well, honestly, I feel like, no, no, I take that back, this didn't happen when I was going through puberty, when I came in 18 seconds, this actually happened when I was 21, Uh, <laughs> and it's crazy, because I literally, in my head, counted 18 thrusts, I don't even know why I was counting, but 18 thrusts, and I was done, and this was not just a random uh, I met at the barge. No, this was a girl that it took me, like, four months to court. I really, like, liked her. She was so beautiful. Like, she sounded like new, new from ATL. Tia, shout out to you, Tia. Um, like, yo, and our first time actually being with each other physically, like, I only lasted 18 seconds. And bless her heart. Bless her heart. Because she's like, it's okay. It's okay, Twan. I was satisfied. No, like, that was the nicest thing anyone could say to anybody in that predicament. Because, that no, you wasn't. No, you, no, the fuck you wasn't. <laughs> but luckily, she gave me another try. And yeah, uh, yeah I made sure I, I, I came to play. I was—I I honestly contributed to, like, yo, like, this is really happening. Like, you know, like I said, I, I really, really was feeling, uh, I was really feeling a tear at that time. Like, yeah, like, yo, it was dope. So, yeah, I got a little overexcited there. And I didn't do the golden rule. I didn't masturbate before the date. Yes, that's a fucking thing. Because those who don't masturbate before your first date with somebody you really fucking like, you were setting yourself up for failure. Look, even uh, even the savage God just failed at that time. Mind you, I was 21. But anyway, you're not failed at that time. And uh, uh, yeah, so like anything happened, like you can have sex on the brain too much. Uh, so it leads you to overdoing certain shit or it can, you know what I'm saying? You can be overexcited and boom. So if you masturbate before the date, You don't have sex on the brain. You're cool with just getting a kiss goodnight. And you're already on number two. Now, I do, like, I always say I am not like all you other uh, human beings out there. This is why I call myself Savage God. My round one is enough for three rounds, and I'm not over-exaggerating. I go for an hour my first round. So my second round... You might as well have called out at work before this night. (laughs) So I'm telling you, I'm telling you, uh, guys, if you get your stamina up, all you need is two rounds. That's it. Why? Because the first round goes long and the second round goes longer. Enough time for her to have an orgasm with three, come, like, yes, coming and orgasming is two different fucking things. Yes. Idiots. <laughs> so she can come three or four or five times. She can orgasm two, maybe even three times, and hopefully if, if she's a fucking squirter, oh man, I I love a mess. I love a mess. <laughs> so yeah, drown me. Drown me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, all right, <sighs> Samuel, let it fly, my man.
1: Forgive me, savage, for I have sinned.
2: I have to confess and get it off my chest. Then spit it out shit. All right, here it is, bitch.
0: Samuel, you made a kerfuffle. I was going to ignore it, but no. No, because you know, I know that someone right now at home that just heard that is probably asking, so what the fuck? So, yeah, I'm going to address it, and we're going to move past it. It's called life. Mistakes happen, people. Now to the stories. <laughs> so...
2: I used his credit card to buy, like, 20 huge canisters of shaving cream and then filled every pillow and cushion in his house with it until they looked the same as before. I went into my ex's game console and erased all the data from all of his games. Months of progress lost, just like months of our relationship down the drain. (laughs)
0: Let me just say this, if you going to do some shit like Fill all my pillows up with whipped cream or whatever. Do that shit with your own money. <laughs> like, do not fucking charge that shit. That you that that took get back to like took like a get back to pettiness, but not the funny pettiness. To come on, man. Like that's you're 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 technically thieving right now. Like, I, like honestly, if it was like you lucky damn well i don't call the cops because yeah that's just me like i can handle it myself but if i was one of those type of people i call the cops on your ass as a matter of fact i wouldn't even call the cops i just be like hey man these were fraudulent charges i tell my uh financial institution my financial institution will tell their dispute team their dispute team will do the investigation which if you are found out to be the corporate they are the ones That decided to press charges on you. Not me. So technically I am indirectly not involved. Boom. I just found a loophole. (laughs) Found a loophole. So I won't be called a snitch. Like I just did the normal. Anybody would do a thing. By reporting it to my bank. (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) And yo. People. Ladies. Why? Why is it? that it's always the game console that gets targeted in the pettiness that you will that you want to release it's either the game console the car or the man cave i don't know like i've heard stories where women have like took like taken raw fish and like put it in the vents of their ex's man cave like I said like I said people men are not the highest strain of weed in a dispensary so I like it probably took her ex months to find out it was coming from the vents like I remember when I first moved into my place Yum Yum Dum Dum accidentally left ground turkey like on top of the cabinets. like you gotta be tall you gotta be shack tall to see it on top of my cabinets. so like and i knew it wasn't on purpose because she like tried to stick around for an enormous amount amount of time and she was always like what did that smell yo it smelled horrible it smelled it didn't smell like dead humans it smelled like dead animals and not just a specific type of dead animal all dead farm animals uh the majority of like dead fucking uh, wood animals like mountain like it was a lot of animals in that stench it was just horrible but i found it i moved in here on february, in february didn't find it to uh literally may so i found it and it's fucking ground turkey i don't know i don't know sometimes i don't know i'm not even gonna blame her because some like literally recently like i got high it's like fuck, or oh, I don't even know what strain I smoked that day. But I put like my last two uh, hot dogs, like not in the freezer, but in the cabinet, <laughs> in the pantry cabinet. That's why I found my last two hot dogs. I had to throw it away. I'm like, I'm glad I found it because I don't know how hot dogs smell uh, after a long period of time, and I don't want to know. So there you go. <laughs> And on that note, my uh, Savage ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go to a quick commercial break. And it's a different type of kink phrase of the day type of thing. Why? Because Savage Sophia wanted to get a number of them off. I gave her a a cap of five. So I don't know what they are. But uh, yeah, man, get your pens and... Uh pads ready, or oh, get your cell phones ready. Who really carries a fucking pen and pad these days? <laughs> but, and uh get ready to learn some king phrases, followed by of course Doctor Savage's tip of the day. <laughs> so uh yeah, man, all of that and more here on the summertime edition season finale of the X-Rated Experience Podcast, baby.
1: I hope you all are enjoying the experience so far. We will be right back with more savagery.
2: (sighs) Well thank you for joining me my
1: savage ladies and gentlemen. I know savage god has already stated that we are doing this kink phrase of the day segment a little differently for the season finale. So first one is rape play. I know some of you just got you taken pass. aback, but yes, rape play is a kink. It means sexual activity that often ends in sexual intercourse without the consent of all participants and chiefly by force or deception. In the BDSM subculture, this is often acted out in a rape fantasy role play. The second kink phrase is rimming. Now, to be honest, this is one of the ways to win my heart when I am bent over or asking the air and my partner starts licking or inserting theaton into my anus. Fuck yeah, I'm in freaky love. The next one is white knight a dominant who desires to rescue damsels in distress, submissives who may have unmet emotional needs from childhood, relationships or rape. In my dating experience, most of those type of guys have a small penis complex so engage with them if you wish. The next phrase is sounding rods. Another term is sound A rod usually made of metal, sometimes beaded, meant for insertion into the urinary passage and sometimes comes in graduate sizes. Used for expanding and stretching the urethra. The next phrase is Yoni a Hindu term used for the vagina. Which I think goddess is Coco hush told me that. Last but certainly not least. zentai. That is a socially popular subculture derivative from Japan, zentai is a skin-tight stretchy full-body suit often made from nylon or spandex, that covers everything. Zentai means different things to different people, for some it is anonymity, for others, it means liberation from judgment. Wearing the zentai suit takes away or diminishes the senses at the same time it warps them, since touch, sight, smell, is hampered, emotions become heightened. Often worn for events, grinding parties, in dance, or cosplay, they heighten the fetish, kink and bondage experience. The next one is white knight a dominant who desires to rescue damsels in distress, submissives who may have unmet emotional needs from childhood, relationships or rape. In my dating experience, most of those type of guys have a small penis complex so engage with them if you wish. The next phrase is sounding rods, another term is sound a rod usually made of metal, sometimes beaded meant for insertion into the urinary passage and sometimes comes in graduate sizes used for expanding and stretching the urethra. The next phrase is Yoni, a Hindu term used for the vagina, which I think goddess is Coco hush told me that last, but certainly not least. Zentai that is a socially popular subculture derivative from Japan. Zentai is a skin tight, stretchy full body suit often made from nylon or spandex that covers everything. Zentai means different things to different people, for some it is anonymity, for others, it means liberation from judgment. Wearing the zentai suit takes away or diminishes the senses at the same time it warps them, since touch, sight, smell, is hampered, emotions become heightened. Often worn for events, grinding parties, in dance, or cosplay, they heighten the fetish, kink and bondage experience. The next phrase is yoni a Hindu term used for the vagina. Which I think goddess is Coco hush told me that. Last but certainly not least. Zentai. That is a socially popular subculture derivative from Japan. Zentai is a skin tight stretchy full body suit often made from nylon or spandex, that covers everything. Zentai means different things to different people, for some it is anonymity, for others, it means liberation from judgment. Wearing the zentai suit takes away or diminishes the senses at the same time it warps them. Since touch, sight, smell, is hampered, emotions become heightened. Often worn for events, grinding parties, in dance, or cosplay, they heighten the fetish, kink and bondage experience.
0: Yeah, that was, uh, that was a, that was a lot, <laughs> damn it, I think you even whittled with a fucking cap I gave you, oh, alright. Savage Sophia loves to get rimmed. Okay, got it. (laughs) And yes, uh, Coco, uh, the goddess Coco Hush does use the term Yoni. Which I thought was cute. I thought she made it up, actually. (laughs) But no, it's a Hindu term. That's crazy. All right. Hey, I love them King phrases, man. Oh, man. Yes, uh, I'm breaking it down. All them damn King phrases. Y'all can... Wait to a uh, next break to get Savage Doctor Savage God's tip because man, <laughs> Zentai. Gotta keep those things in mind. Gotta keep those things in mind. What the shit is happening? Oh man! Wow! Yeah, I learn something new every day. And steel rods. You no fuck that. Nothing is going in my urethra. <laughs> like, fuck that. Shit. When I, even when I was like in that mini go uh, for like three days, I literally woke up just before they were about to stick a fucking catheter in my pee hole. I just know nothing goes in there. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> no. I'll ever try to violate my pee hole. If I would have woke up with a catheter in my penis, this. I would have waited, see, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have I wouldn't have kicked a nurse. I would not I would never harm a nurse. Why? Because nurses work twice as hard for half the fucking pay. So I would never harm a fucking nurse. Oh, but as soon as that doctor walked his white coat wearing ass through that door. <sighs> be i'm I'm trying to see if i'm going to kick them while the catheter is in my in my dick or after uh they uh pull it out like i'm not even going to say gently pull it out because i don't know how the pull out goes because i i haven't had one and i don't want to have one fuck out of here like no 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 like i i have a phobia about my pee hole like the worst thing i feel like went inside my pee holes when i was like uh, a kid washing up and soap went inside my pee hole, and after that, I was traumatized. So, the thought of a catheter or me fucking passing a kidney stone through my pee fuck that. Nope. Nope. Nada. a zilch. Ah, ah. I guess that kidney stone staying in the day. <laughs> fuck that. Oh my god. Like, what is wrong with people? Huh? Anywho, so let's go to the next Star Rose. or stories, whatever
1: Forgive me, savage, for I have sinned
2: I have to confess and get it off my chest Then spit it out, shit All right, here it is, bitch I went through my girlfriend's phone and found a picture of a guy with a huge ass dick. When I asked her about it she got upset I had gone through her phone. I told her I just wanted to know who it was and if she had fucked the guy. She said she never fucked him just talked and secreted him. She showed me the pictures she sent him of herself. They were very provocative. She admitted she wanted to fuck him but never had the chance. Weeks later we broke up and found out they were together. He must have stretched her out. I jerked off to the thought of her getting fucked by him. My friend broke up with a girl because she didn't have Wi-Fi. Not me but my friend was dating this guy and a few times he broke up with her because he wanted to see what happened. He then got back together with her, only to do the same thing a few days or weeks later. He did other shit apart from this, like saying he'd kissed other girls while dating my friend. Then he jumped to his own defense, saying they were his cousins and just kissing him on the cheek, whenever my friend got angry.
0: Welcome back, my savage ladies and gentlemen, after listening to those stories, um, Wi-Fi guy, I really hope, like, you're, like, in your early 20s or some dumb shit like that, because, I, I, (laughs) now, I have, you know, broke it off with some chicks for some horrible, horrible, shallow reasons, but, uh, because they ain't have Wi-Fi, though, that's, uh, mm, nah, that could only mean one thing, Wi-Fi guy, <sighs> you, my <Wi-Fi>. friend, <laughs> uh, hey, fucking did, did it,
1: did it. Did it, oh, you did it.
0: You deserve that. Grow up. Grow up. But, hey, like I said, I am guilty of breaking it off with chicks for shallow reasons as well. Like I thought this one chick had too much dandruff one time. Yeah, but I was 19, so what the fuck was this guy's excuse? Wi-Fi wasn't even a thing when I was 19. I'm showing my age here, but I'm just saying. Oh man, what the hell? All right. Uh um and uh the unseen cuckold. Um first of all, I said this once and I'm gonna say it a million fucking times. If I do not pay uh the bill, the phone bill, like uh, my my woman's phone bill, why the fuck am I going through it? She has not asked me to unlock her phone to call a number or see who just texted her or something. She has to give her consent for me to pick up the phone. And that goes for partners in general. Please don't go through your partner's phone because you will go inside the phone like with the like hyped up like you're going to see something. And you will see something, but it's really nothing, but you feel it's something because you are all fucking hyped up and especially if you're a guy going through your girl's phone and you try to go through like her dms or some shit you know how many unprovoked dick pics women receive on a daily basis so that's what the fuck you get i hope you enjoy looking at a fucking dong not a cock not a dick not a penis i hope you see a dong a dong is 10 inches and higher uh, my ladies and gentlemen, I have a cop. also kind of mixed with a dick, uh, eight, nine, so, um, nine hard, yeah, there we go, um, <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that's, like, that's what you get, and, uh, I want you to know that I do not, uh, judge you for masturbating to the thought of your girl getting her vagina stretched out by some guy with a dome because, hey, we don't kick people's kinks and we don't yuck people's yums. Like, I have felt like I have, I don't know, I've dabbled with the thought of, like, not Letting my girl get fucked by a dick because I'm not a cuckold. I'm sorry. I, I, I am the bull uh, most times, but uh, uh, I have masturbated like at like sex clubs to the thought of all of us fucking in the communal room and us just having a wonderful great time. Um, that's about it. <laughs> but never your situation, dude. So yeah, man. Hey, you love it. I like it. That's not speaking no more of it. <laughs> and whoever was dating that toxic asshole, like you it's obviously that he's a fucking sociopath, a narcissistic fucking prick. Um, so I hope that, you know, you got out of that situation unscathed. Help your friend, quote unquote, got out of that situation unscathed. Nobody deserves to go through anything as toxic as a grown ass man. Breaking up with someone, playing with someone's feelings just to fucking see what, what happens. What are we in? Fucking ninth grade? Sir, w- stand up because you also are receiving. You, might. friend. Ah, uh, you fucking dickhead. Dickhead. Oh, you dickhead. And if I knew your location, I would find you, take my size 13 foot. I would wear cleeks that day, actually. I would wear fucking football cleeks. I would take my size 13, take, turn that bitch sideways, and, well, as the awesome Rocky Johnson used to say, stick it straight up your candy ass, you fucking asshole. What is, what is wrong with some people? Like, I don't get it. A part of me doesn't want to get it. A part of me understands why I will never get it because, yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Come on, man. We have to do better. We have to do better. Grow up, mature. Trust me, it feels so much better when you do. <sighs> Samuel. You no, know, you know what, Samuel? Before we get into the final three we are going to go ahead and visit dr savage so you awesome savage ladies and gentlemen can receive your tip of the day the final the season final of the summertime X Rated experience podcast tip of the day so enjoy we will be here when you get back i
1: hope you all are enjoying the experience so far we will be right back with more savagery
0: Oh, hey, my savage ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to my office. I am Dr. Savage God, and I am here to give you another tip of the day. Now, seeing as this is our final summertime tip, I want to make sure that I give you nothing but the best recommendation suggestion and medication for your journey on this savage savage road of life anyway so today's tip of the day is simple if you happen to catch or hear of your best friends and i'm talking about your a1 from day one if you hear about your best friend's spouse cheating on them (sighs) i know you want to be a good friend and i know you want to go tell them yourself but it's one of those things where if your best friend is head over heels in love it's a good chance that You telling them what you found out could bite you in the ass. So, the best thing to do in that situation is simple. You tell your best friend's spouse to tell them immediately. Or, you are going to do it yourself. But, when you do do it yourself, please have a receipt. So, That receipt could be you actually bringing the person that that spouse is cheating with or some type of photo evidence. There you go. But in all honesty, I would just stay out of their business. They're grown and what is done in the dark always comes to light. So there you go. Now, go get back to the show enjoy the season finale i am going to drink jose crevo out of this pineapple thank you
1: forgive me savage for i have sinned
2: i have to confess and get it off my chest then spit it out shit all right here it is bitch he was a picky eater Wouldn't try anything new and thought that offering animal crackers was an acceptable appetizer. I'm falling out of love right now. I just can't stand my boyfriend anymore. He's shallow, uncultured, and lazy. Meanwhile, I love art, culture, knowledge, music, science, etc. We're polar opposites. The sparkling love adventure we were once on came crashing down once I started to discover the person he really is it feels horrible. I was with my ex for almost three years. The entire time, he had zero motivation to work for the things he wanted. He would jump from job to job and then ultimately just stop going. Yet, he constantly wanted to buy new cars, travel, move out of state, go snowboarding, etc. He wanted me and or his parents to pay for everything. I had low self-esteem, so I pretty much went bankrupt for the guy. I thought I loved him. I finally got the strength to break up with him. That was a little over 11 years ago, and I've been single ever since. My girlfriend was studying abroad. I went to visit her after several months of saving to be able to buy a plane ticket. Arrived and she almost immediately told me that she had someone else. Ticket, of course, was non-refundable so I had to spend five days completely heartbroken in a city I didn't know, filled with people whose language I didn't speak and without the means to go home. Worst week of my life. I think that I
1: Lil' mama gonna rise till the wheels fall off, yeah I love being around y'all, yeah Yeah, we gon' hit the town, we gon' take the top off, yeah I think that I found one, yeah Lil' mama gonna rise till the wheels fall off, yeah I love being around y'all, yeah Yeah, we gon' hit the town, we gon' take the top off, yeah Cruising in a drop top, in the summertime She sing along like that, in the night Something about you in a crop top Catch you up my mind. Got me singing like nine and na nine, nine. I think that I found one. Yeah, little mama gonna ride till the wheels fall off. Yeah, I love being around, yeah. Hey. Yeah, we gon' hit the town. We gon' take the top off. Yeah, cruising in a chop chop in the summertime. we sing a like-
0: That was one of my favorite songs from this summer season. I love it. Fucking love it. Yeah, that is one. Hey, it's a party. It's a fucking party. Like, it's our season finale. We get to go on a nice little break. Uh, yeah, And while I'm gone, I'm going to love every moment of what's going to happen while I'm gone because everything is out of my control. All right. <laughs> oh, man. I hope each and every one of you awesome, savage ladies and gentlemen has some type of summer love, uh, some type of summer fun, some type of summer adventure, some type of road trip, anything and everything positive. I really fucking do Uh, because as you can hear from one of those stories, people can fall out of love. But the the thing I feel like with that is, to be honest, if a person truly and genuinely loves you, it really takes a lot for them to fall out of love with you. And yeah, it can be a buildup of little things over time. That's one of the things I, I, I feel like some of us forget that, yeah, it may be little now, but... Hell, even a fucking avalanche is a snowball at one point (laughs) before it turns into an avalanche. Um, So if you can catch it, nip it in the bud, get it out of there before it uh, turns into that avalanche, then do it. If you feel like your partner is worth it, because if you don't, then who knows what can happen? You can walk in the house and your partner is on their knees blowing somebody else. Yeah, cause yeah, that that happens. That happens. <laughs> Not to me. Uh, 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 I mean, I have been caught with uh, someone who was in a relationship, and I hated. I hated that whole experience because I was ass naked, and like the only thing that was and, like the chick like ran off. She ran off ass naked like all the way to the Seven <laughs> Eleven, and the only thing I was thinking at that point in time was i'm gonna have to fight a guy with my dick out that's all i was thinking about because like what if we start fighting or something and like i get the better of him i slip he slips i fall on top of him then he can scream rape i think (laughs) i think of shit like that and no i'm not no the hell Never have I ever in my life had to take any type of visage from anyone that didn't request it because that was their kink. Fuck that. That's no. <laughs> like, no, I didn't want that on my record at all. Fuck that. But uh, yeah, yeah, man. So it, it it isn't pretty all the time, but sometimes it's, it's a funny story for later in life. Okay. And... To the poor, poor, poor young being, because I don't know what you identify as, who went bankrupt pretty much financing uh, ain't shit-ass guy, I do apologize for that. Now, I always say I, I have the privilege of women wanting to spend funds on me i never outright asked it's just something they wanted to do uh and who am i to turn down a gift uh and i'm i'm talking about everything from a t-shirt to a fucking car so yeah i never was that guy i never was a homosexual uh like i didn't fuck people just to sleep on their couch cal- no i've always had my own spat to go back to uh never like fuck someone right around tax return time to try to get a slice of their tax return for for what? For fucking what? No. No. I, I never no. See, like especially like especially when I was in my ain't shit ass days, when I was neck deep in it, I always wanted the argument or the negative uh, part of it to end there. Like, just, oh, you got too many chicks. Oh, you fucked my best friend. Like, I wanted it to end there. I didn't want it to end with a full-on, oh, you, I had you stand with me. I saved your life. I never, never, ever, fucking ever, because I'm a man. I'm a fucking man. And I had to scratch, crawl, bite, and claw my way to get everything i fucking want hard work has always paid off for me so yeah so get your shit together dude get your fucking shit together uh uh now last but not least the poor poor soul that was dumped abroad wow She is a piece of shit. And I have met some piece of shit people before. I used to be one. Um, I am sorry that that happened. Uh, Man, what did you like? You did all of that. And where did you stay? Did you like still stay in the spat? Like, you know, while they were in the same facility? Because that's kind of fucked up. Like, did you hear them like fucking? I don't. I have so, so many questions. Um, damn. And then on top of that, you were in a whole situation like I, you were in a whole other country where you didn't speak the language and so, you know, you getting a rebound while you were out there, I guess wasn't a thing. I'm sorry. Oh, man. But you know, I hope you're doing well now. Uh, sometimes, hey, shit happens. Shit fucking happens. You know? And I don't know. I would have probably did something petty. Like, I don't know. Like, spit on something. I don't know. I would have been pissed. Like, she could have told you, like, she was being fucked by a whole nother guy, but, but like. Before you even got there, even if you just bought the ticket before you got on the plane, the train, taxi cab, whatever the fuck you called to get out there. She could have said, hey, I don't think it's a great idea for you to come. And explain why. But, you know, some people are fucking assholes. So I do hope you are doing better. Do not let this be. Do not let this horrible situation determine the rest of your journey. OK, that is not the way it works, man. The universe has a way of balancing itself out. I promise you that. And on that note, my savage ladies and gentlemen, I want you to beware, be fair, stay safe, stay healthy, and for the love of the universe, please stay savage. I had a great summer with you guys. I hope you had a great summer with me. I want you guys to get uber excited for the new season in October. Okay? we got some surprises for you. Got some awesome nittities for you. Oh, shit. Before we go, the winner of that $60 Visa gift card uh, was Pepe 693 at gmail.com. Pepe 693 at gmail.com. Uh yeah. Yeah. Uh so yes, yeah, uh like I said, you guys have a wonderful wonderful fucking uh rest of August and see you when we see you. Peace.